Hey, Foreclosure Fix family, and welcome to another episode of the Foreclosure Fix podcast. Today's episode is very, very special because it is our Veterans Day episode. And on today's episode, I have my good friend, Jamie Bateman, who is a combat veteran and former Army officer. And so, Jamie, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? I am pumped to be here, DJ. I'm just hoping to add as much value as possible. Well, first, I want to say thank you on behalf of the Foreclosure Fix family to all the service members around the world who keep us safe, who risk their lives day in and day out to protect the freedoms we hold dear in this great United States of America. So thank you uh, for your service, Jamie, and just thank you to all the service members around the world. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I just want to second that that uh, sentiment for for the veterans out there. Uh, a lot of veterans go overlooked and it's really uh, it, it's a uh, can be a thankless, uh, thankless job at times. And we appreciate you. Well, I know that a lot of veterans face foreclosure, you know, although the VA has that great mortgage um, where you don't have to put down too much. I've seen numerous veterans, you know, face foreclosure situations. And so I'm excited to have you on today to talk not just about your experiences with homeowners facing foreclosure, but also your experience around mindset and your new book that's entitled From Adversity to Abundance, but also the lessons that you've learned as a former uh, army officer and what you value now in this season uh, of your life. So maybe speak to that a little bit, Jamie, for for our listeners. Yeah, uh, it's, it's interesting you mentioned season because I do feel like looking looking back uh, on my own life, and hopefully there's a lot left. Uh, does I I do kind of see different different chapters or different seasons, um, and it used to be a, a you know team sports used to be a big part of my life, um, athletics and. And then uh, after college, I kind of was searching for something, you know, bigger to be a part of and ended up joining the military. And, you know, I think ultimately that thread has continued through the different chapters and seasons of my life is, is always wanting to be a part of something bigger than myself. And that, that may sound like, you know, I, I'm tuning my own horn or, you know, but I think we all need that. We all need to serve others and serve a, a bigger, you know, mission and vision. And for me, uh, the military filled that void, at least for a, a chapter, like you said. Um, and so through, through those two different ch- chapters, I guess the team sports chapter and the military chapter, um, just teamwork and selfless service, I guess you could look up the ar- army, uh, tenants, um, have been critical. So, um, and a lot of those those lessons I've learned along the way absolutely apply to note investing, business, um, and, and just life in general. So that's actually what how my podcast and book were born. The podcast is also called From Adversity to Abundance, and the book is essentially based on some of those some of the the best stories that we've had on my podcast, um, and a lot of the the lessons you can take from the, the goal of the podcast, the goal of the book is to um, take lessons learned and learn from other people's stories uh, so that we don't all have to go through the same, or we can avoid certain pain and trials and tribulations and learn from other stories and help each other out because the fact is we're all, we're all guaranteed to face adversity. And so to answer your question, a lot of the uh, principles and lessons I've learned through different chapters of my life, including the military chapter, especially the military chapter, 
still apply today um, in the in my many hats that I wear, but I think apply to your listeners as well. Jamie, as I think about the message of adversity to abundance, I know many people think about the financial sides of foreclosure and the fact that somebody's in a tough financial spot. But a lot of people don't think about the the mental side and the mental uh-huh. fortitude it takes to overcome or what happens, unfortunately, if you do succumb to foreclosure, what it takes mm-hmm. to move on to the next level. From your experience with the guests that you've interviewed and just your research around uh, just that topic, kind of what have you seen are the characteristics or the differences with people who are able to get through tough and difficult situations uh, to, to, to be come abundant on the other side? Yeah, no, great question. And, uh, you know, we could spend uh, three hours. I mean, there's so much to unpack there. Um, interesting, an interesting realization I've had as I've gone through my own podcast and interviewed uh, many different, different people with different, from different walks of life with different stories is that we all experience adversity. We all have, you know, some version of adversity, the, the three buckets we tend to end up focusing on on my show are financial, health, and relationship. You know, and we want simple things in life. We want to kind of compartment things and, and label things. So it's easy to, for me to sit here and say, well, the adversity falls into one of those three buckets. The reality is it's all related, right? So if you're going through financial hardship, facing foreclosure, there that's probably going to be putting some strain on your relationships. And that's probably eventually going to help uh, affect your health, right? whether that's mental health, physical health. Um, so it's all related. And so um, I think things that, you know, the, the, the common threads uh, among the guests that have been able to overcome adversity uh, really are, one, taking ownership of your situation. And so when I say that, I don't necessarily mean to say that everything is your fault, you, you know, you created this financial hardship and you're 100% to blame as the homeowner facing foreclosure. That's not what I'm saying. But the reality is you are in this position, right? So it does you no good to, I guess, succumb to that victim mentality. It does you zero good to say, you know, this isn't fair or why did I lose my job to, you know, to cause this foreclosure, whatever. The fact is you're in this situation. So I think taking ownership of, of the situation and recognizing I am here um, and this is the situation I need to deal with is, is step number one. So facing reality, you know, the, owning the situation, not every, not, uh, not every circumstance is from our own doing. Some things are, some things aren't. So a lot of the guests I've had on the show uh, have succumbed to health issues and, um, most likely that that wasn't their own doing, right? So a lot of things happen to people that it's not their fault. So if you're facing foreclosure or financial hardship, I think just acknowledging this is where I am, taking ownership of that situation um, and not making excuses, not playing the victim card is critical. So, okay, and then step two, pointing to your strengths because you do have positives, I'm sure, in, in your in your life. What are the, who are the people I can, who have, who've overcome this before? What have they done to navigate this situation? What can I do? And ask and, and ask for help, right? So we can get into specifics of how that can be done. But when I say take ownership, that doesn't mean you're all by yourself and you have to figure this out on your own and good luck. No, I, I'm saying take ownership because it's you need to, you know, one of the ways you do take ownership is to ask for help and, and look to those around you who have either navigated this before or who can 
lend you a helping hand. Um, so those are two things I think that have helped others navigate similar situations uh, in the past. So you said ask for help. Yeah. That's the reason why we create this podcast. So for homeowners who may be facing foreclosure or facing financial hardship, if you need help, we definitely have resources that we can point you to. We have resources here at theforeclosurefix.com. So please don't hesitate to shoot us a message. Ask us a question. You can actually email us at help at theforeclosurefix.com and we can point you in the right direction to resources and organizations who may be able to help you in your specific neighborhood or town or city and things like that. I want to segue and I want to think through the other side of it because People, when they're going through difficult situations, have a tendency to only think about that negative situation, that they're not able to get to the other side and think about life on the better side. So if you get a bad diagnosis today and the doctor says you are going to have a rough journey ahead, right? It's hard for them to think about them living a fulfilled and fruitful life on the other side of that illness. Um, when people get that foreclosure letter and they're thinking, oh, my house is going to be gone, it's hard for them to envision the next house they're going to get or them living a great life. You know, what strategies, what tips, what things can people do when, when they do get themselves in those situations and are trying to look and be more abundant mindset or have a more of abundance mindset moving forward? Yeah. And a few things that come to mind. And at first, you know, I'll say it's easy for you and I to sit here on a podcast and talk about what people should do, right? So I acknowledge that. It's, it's easy for us to talk about it, harder to implement. Um, that said, taking a step back, I, I guess first is just, again, you will face challenges in life. No one gets through this life without challenges. So when those challenges come, you shouldn't be surprised. Again, easier said than done. I, I, get, I fall into the same trap. It's, it's very difficult, you know, in difficult situations to stay positive. Uh, but, but I think just knowing that this, no, this is a hardship that, that is presented to me and it's not unexpected in a way. You don't know how exactly it's going to materialize, but this is expected in life. To me, that gives comfort actually, because you shouldn't be expecting all rainbows and unicorns and butterflies for the rest of your life. Okay. Now you, now you can, you know, address, address this situation say, okay, what, what am I going to learn from this? And how's this making me, me stronger? I think number two is taking what I call the portfolio view or the long-term view. So again, easier said than done. I get it, but this is not the end of the of your story, right? And so you can point to other stories and that's, that's the reason for your podcast. That's the reason for my podcast is so that the listener can see somebody else got through this, this situation and came out better on the other side. So for me, that's a way to remind you, you know, this isn't the end, right? This is other people have done this. This is only part of my story. So I think zooming out and it, that would include looking at other stories. So looking, zooming out, looking at your entire life. And this is just a season, a difficult season that I'm going through. And during that time, examining others' stories to say, no, this is, this is just one phase. That gives that big picture, long-term view perspective and um, can really help in those hard times. Um, so I think one, knowing that these hardship is going to happen. And then two, Understanding that this is just a season and I, and this will pass. I think those are those are critical. Your perspective is really, really helpful there because as you were talking and you were saying, look at the big picture, the vision or what I envisioned in my head is like almost like a, a stock market 
ticker, for lack of a better term, or a chart where, you know, someone looks at a company, you know, when they first started and a successful company and they look at their performance over time and their performance over time is not like a, a straight line that's just going up in one direction. Typically, it's a line that has ups and downs, but the total trajectory is always trending up and to the right. And I think that Absolutely. if we're able to look at our lives like that, that Overall, we are trending in the right direction. We're going in the right place, but there's going to be highs and lows that we get to as we ascend the mountaintop. It, it helps us have a better perspective. Now, again, I agree with you. That's so much easier for me to say on this podcast in the comfort of my in the comfort of my warm house, you know, with my bow tie on, <laughs> than it is to actually be in a situation where you're in the hospital bed. Um, I had a situation earlier this year where I got to to sit down with uh, with my cousin who was um, in the hospital and dying of cancer. And wow. and and in, in that moment, um, there were so many different emotions and things like that that I had. Yeah. But it was very easy for me to say, hey, you know, everything is going to be OK. <laughs> Keep fighting. You're doing yeah. the best thing. But, you right. know, for, for him, as he lay there, you know, given all his strength to breathe, it's a very different emotion and it's a very different thing. And so we sure. don't want to like trivialize it or make it make make people feel no. like it's easy. But it is definitely looking at the 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 arc and the and the, and the highs and lows of of, of, of life, Correct. knowing that exactly. more of your life will be better than it is bad. Um, yeah. So, and another another thing to another little mindset shift that I picked up from a podcast guest and I've been trying to implement it as, as best as possible is simply asking the question, even if. So if, and what, instead of asking the question, what if? So we get, a lot of us get caught up in the, uh, what if this, what if this, what if this happens? 90% of that stuff never happens, you know? And so you're spinning, spinning, spinning. What if, what if this terrible thing happens? What if this goes wrong? And it never happens anyway. So you, you wasted your time you know, and your energy focusing on these and worrying about these things that never actually came to fruition. Uh, but, but again, even if, so even if those things happen, I can, even if I lose my home to foreclosure, right, I'll do this, this, and this, I'll, I'll reach out to this family member, you know, so I'm not saying foreclosure is fun. I'm not saying you, you should look forward to foreclosure or, you know, a, a financial hardship, but even if you'll still be okay, Right. Um, we went through some hard times with, with my son's health. You spoke about the, um, you know, physical health challenges and we, we've had some health challenges in my own household this year. And what that did for me is, is it put things in perspective that if I have a, a deal goes bad in real estate or, you know, a business challenge, it's like, you know what, that's okay. So, um, you know, and so I think just, just kind of keeping things in perspective, taking the long-term view, realizing that. Even if this this challenge hits me really hard, I'm still going to be okay. Or I can do this, this, and this to mitigate the loss or or navigate the situation. I think that just that mental shift of asking the question, even if, you know, can really alleviate some of this anxiety that tends to build up if we focus too much on what if, what if, what if this, what if that. Your commentary on even if sparked a sparked a, a question and and given that it, it, this is a veterans day episode speak a little bit to your mindset as a combat veteran of that even if when you're going to combat right you know what i mean like you know yeah you talk about you know health challenges we talk about foreclosure but when folks are are risking their entire lives and you're going in combat with with the with with your 
fellow armed services members. You know, talk about that even if mentality in in, in that scenario a little bit. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, obviously the stakes are higher in in combat than in most other you know situations. You know, if you lose a football game, <laughs> who cares, right? Um, so we would work through all kinds. Of, I think it goes back to training and reps and and teamwork. Um, so through training, you know, basic training, I went through officer candidate school and then you go through other, other training. And then prior to a mobile, uh, to a deployment, you typically have a mobilization where you're training with your, uh, with your fellow troops. And so you would work through all kinds of those scenarios. Um, and so tons and tons of planning goes into military operations. Um, and you know, although, you know, there's that Mike Tyson quote about, uh, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. <laughs> um, so, you know, the, certainly the plan never goes to plan, right? It, it, the actual execution never actually goes to plan. Right. But that said, that planning can really help you work, uh, walk through and think through some, some hypothetical, a lot of hypotheticals of even if this happens, then this happens. And so it's putting in those reps and then you get, build that confidence and that comfortability with your teammates and I guess uh, kind of thinking through hypothetical scenarios of, of, of negative situations. Um, and so, no, you don't know exactly how it's going to play out. But one, you're not the first person to ever go to combat. And so, and, and two, you have your fellow, your teammates, and, and, and three, you've been through all this training. And so you, you, that gives a lot of comfort so that you can work through those even-if scenarios as opposed to um, you know, sitting back and thinking, what if, what if, what if? And one other thing I'll, I'll mention is just, um, I think taking action and being proactive and owning the situation it goes back to taking ownership of the situation is critical, uh, when it comes to thinking through those even ifs from, a, in, in the military. Um, so again, and you can say that's the training is taking action, right? Um, and then you feel like you've, you've been there before if something does go south. Uh, but we would have, all kinds of, uh, I guess, if this happens, then this, then this, and this, all kinds of procedures. And the details are absolutely critical in the military because, um, you know, lives are on the line. Um, so all of those factors go into supporting those even if scenarios, that even if approach to uh, the military. And yeah, I mean, I'm happy to talk more about, you know, my, my experiences in the military. I was in Iraq from 2005 to 2006. We worked with the Iraqi army, um, plenty of challenges. <laughs> it wasn't all smooth sailing. Thankfully, we all made it back alive. And, uh, you know, yeah, lots of life lessons from, the, from that deployment uh, that I've, I've certainly applied to the, uh, the rest of my life. When I hear you say that, I think about I think about the the spectrum that you put things on, and you know if 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 foreclosure is a three, you know losing your life is is the is the ultimate ten, right? You know what I mean? And so I think sometimes we have to always back up and understand that a situation may be bad, but as long as we have breath in our lungs, as long as we can still breathe, as long as we can still move forward we have so much more to give, so much more to offer. And I think that your perspective today and the advice that you're bringing our listeners is timely, uh, but it's also very much needed because half of the foreclosure battle is not the financial side. It's also the mental side and being able to do something. And so Jamie, 
that brings me to my favorite part of the podcast, which is our bow tie round, which is when our listeners get to uh, tie one on with our guest today, Jamie Bateman. And so the B in bow tie round stands for your best advice for somebody facing foreclosure. The O stands for one thing you are grateful for. And the W stands for your wildest or most interesting foreclosure related story. So, Jamie, what is your best advice for somebody facing foreclosure? I would say it's twofold. Um, one is take ownership of your situation. Don't ignore it. Uh, too many borrowers that I've seen just want to bury their heads in the sand. It's easier, frankly, to ignore it. Um, but own the situation. And with that, what comes next is communicate. Communicate uh, with with your lender, you know, with the servicer. Communicate. Don't Don't just try to avoid. So own it and communicate. Awesome. What is your, oh, sorry. What is one thing you are grateful for right now? Yeah, I would say my health and the health of my family uh, really come to mind. I forget the exact quote, but they talk about a, uh, a man without money once, you know, it wants money, but then once, once <laughs> a man without health has only one, uh, one wish. Right. So, uh, I, I butchered the quote, but the fact is health is so much more important than a billion dollars. Right. So I like to make money. I like to, you know, there's nothing wrong with, with making money, but compared to your health, it's nothing. Um, so physical and mental health, I'm, I'm, uh, very thankful for. I couldn't agree more. Um, I, going back to that story I talked about earlier when, when I was able to go to the hospital with my, with my, with my cousin, I was talking with one, one of the nurses who worked in a, in the, in the same ward that my cousin was in. And she was like, you know, a few months prior, she had taken care of a billionaire and the billionaire said that he would give all his money away just to live one more day. Right. And so your, your, your commentary is, is, is so true that the money that we make a big deal out of is not as important as us, you know, having great health, which we take for granted a lot of times. Um, Absolutely. Your wildest or most interesting foreclosure related story. Yeah, I've, I've got a, being a, a non-performing note investor, um, <laughs> me, meaning we buy defaulted mortgages. So uh, I have, I have several. Um, one that comes to mind that I, I don't think I've ever spoken about on a, on a podcast is uh, one where we ended up having to foreclose. We actually did foreclose. Uh, it was in Michigan. And um, we, that said, we ended up unforeclosing. <laughs> and yeah, I'd never done this before until this year. So, um, and this is where I'd say like borrowers, homeowners own the situation and communicate because most of the time, especially in this private note space, you know, smaller note investor, they want to work with you. The lender wants to work with you. The investor wants to work with you. That's typically a better scenario for them. So unfortunately in, in this situation, our borrower um, just was not communicative. Um, she kind of just dropped off and just, I think she had lost her job and, but stopped communicating. So, um, a lot of times for me is, uh, when I, when I'm approaching a scenario like this, you know, let's face it. One of the reasons you get into as a note investor, one of the appealing, uh, facets of, of this strategy of buying defaulted debt is, is that, uh, there's collateral. So the real estate is a collateral is collateral. So one of your options is to foreclose. Um, if you take that away from the lender, it's not as appealing and they're just tying their hand. So as a lender, 
I will often initiate foreclosure simply to get the borrower back to the table to speak, to communicate. Um, it's almost like parenting where it's a threat with, to your kids, you know, Hey, <laughs> you know, but, but really I don't want to punish my, you know, I, I want to have a, a conversation and I want to come to a resolution. Um, so in this case, the borrower just dropped off the face of the earth from, from a communication standpoint. She just stopped communicating, kind of buried her head in the sand and kind of leaves the lender's hands tied. So we pursued foreclosure. It was a six month redemption period. So we had to wait a good bit and then executed the foreclosure. Well, come to find out that the uh, half program, the, the, um, there were federal funds that were applied to essentially disperse to states for the states to execute uh, this COVID-related relief program. I'm not sure if you've talked about that on your show at all, but HAF, a lot of some states may still have some of those funds available. Um, so it turns out in this case, the state had been wanting to help our borrower, our homeowner in this scenario, but there'd been a lack of communication across the board. And I think that involves the servicer as well. So I find out that from the Michigan half, uh, uh, you know, the, from the the program that they want to help. So I, I unforeclosed and we actually reversed the foreclosure, deeded the par- property back to the borrower with the understanding that the state would reinstate her. And so we got, uh, she, she received $25,000, which was the max uh, to reinstate her. We got most of that sent to us um, and she got the property back and she's since been making payments um, mostly on time, which is fantastic. Um, so I've got plenty of other other stories, but that was a that was a first for me uh, to actually foreclose and then unforeclose and deed the property back because again, I'm not in this to take property the property I, I've got rentals, but that's not the goal. that's not my goal. I'm here to work with borrowers. it's it's honestly more profitable in most scenarios for me to do that anyway. And I don't want to be kicking people out of their home. That's not the goal. But that borrower, you need to own the situation and you need to communicate. That's the only way you can come to a resolution. Jamie, that's definitely the first time I have heard a story about a lender unforeclosing without like litigation or something crazy. You know what I mean? But that is, uh, that, that's wild. Um, you, you, you hear some pretty wild stories in this, uh, in this, in this, in this world, in this business. Well, Jamie, we're so grateful for you coming by the podcast today. Please let our listeners know how they can track your journey, how they can listen to your podcast, buy your book, you know, get in contact with you over at Labrador Lending. Um, Share that information with them, please. Thanks, DJ. I really appreciate the time. Um, One thing I'll I'll mention is, so my podcast is From Adversity to Abundance, and the website is adversitytoabundance.com, and that's the number two, adversitytoabundance.com. You can buy the book there, and you can listen to the podcast. Um, since this is a veterans uh, episode, it's a special veterans episode, we've had several amazing veterans stories on my podcast. Um, you know, people who've if, honestly shouldn't have made it through, you know, in their own words, shouldn't have made it out alive. People have had... Have, crazy combat situations uh, where they've the rest of their life is essentially bonus time and it's it's fascinating to talk to someone like that where I mean they just see life differently and I think when you when you hear from someone who's been through something like that it can really like you said earlier DJ we're not downplaying the difficulties of foreclosure or any kind of financial challenges but these people sh- almost 
you know, they, they've had near-death experiences. So a little financial adversity is not going to, not going to, you know, that, that's not the end of the world. So I think uh, for your listener, they want to check out some of those, those military and veteran episodes. I'd highly recommend those. I have one that's actually not out yet. Um, and I know um, this is going to be aired shortly. So I think it may be next week is one that's from a, it's called the Bipolar General. And he was a two-star general and, and uh, has suffered from bipolar disorder and mental health uh, challenges. So uh, I just want to plug that because it is the veterans episode and we've had some fantastic veterans on my podcast uh, from adversity to abundance. So definitely check that out. Labradorlending.com is uh, my main website as far as uh, real estate and note investing. So those are the two things that I'm appreciative uh, that you're letting me plug here, DJ. So thanks again for the time. No problem. And Foreclosure Fix family, I know this episode was maybe not as upbeat as our normal episodes, but sometimes we always want to bring awareness to things that are important. You know, your mental health is so important and understanding that whatever you're going through, you know, this too shall pass. As long as you have breath in your lungs, you will be okay. You will survive. And so with that, if the mission to help a million homeowners successfully navigate foreclosure resonates with you, please do us a favor, like, subscribe, share the podcast with someone who you know may benefit, or check us out at theforeclosurefix.com and share your questions with us. We're happy to answer them. With that, we love you. We thank you for listening. God bless you. See you soon. The views and opinions on this podcast are for informational purposes only and should not be construed as legal advice. If you have a specific legal question, we highly recommend you contact a qualified legal professional.